0: Welcome to The Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shout outs, fun facts, and weekly banner in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White and Sarah Ann Whitbeck. Dr. Cecilia Benz, welcome to The Fracture Line. It's great to have you on. Uh, We always like to start by having the guest hosts just introduce themselves, tell us who you are, where you are, uh, what you're doing, and what you're passionate about. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm
1: uh, Cecilia Benz. I'm a first year cardiothoracic surgery fellow at UTMB in uh, Galveston, Texas. So I'm done with my general surgery career and I'm just beginning the next portion of my next chapter.
0: Excellent. Well, uh, we're having you on today to talk about some of uh, the resident and fellow virtual networking events that you're, you're a big part of, actually. You're kind of the brainchild there. So tell us about uh, your virtual networking.
1: So I think especially in a, an organization that is as diverse in terms of specialties, Um, as CWIS is, I think it's really important for the members and prospective members to feel like they're part of a a community. And especially when those members are trainees, it's important to find a community of people in the same phase of their training. I think networking with other trainees is very important during residency and fellowship. Meet people that are doing the same thing you're doing in a different state, different part of the country. And I think it gives us a forum for you know brainstorming research ideas and uh, other ways of approaching the prospective members. And the entirety of CUS is a very approachable group, but it It definitely gives a, maybe a little more approachable um, opportunity for people like medical students or members that are people who are looking to become members when they can just come in and talk to the trainees first.
0: I certainly uh, appreciated the last virtual event. I thought it was great um, to just, like you said, meet people and uh, not, not that CWIS has ever felt intimidating, but it was certainly awesome to uh, talk to other residents and fellows. I really appreciated it. So thanks a lot for that work.
2: Dr. Benz has been selected as a presenter multiple years through being a resident with Dr. Briggs. And, you know, she's definitely, you know, been been part of this society for multiple years, which I think is, you know, is certainly, you know, hard to be when you're a busy resident and and someone who, you know, has a lot of a lot of things going, a lot of irons in the fire to continue that through. I think that demonstrates your commitment and has been, um, you know, multiple projects and committees and and we just we think of you as a super volunteer and and so grateful for all of your contribution. I do think one of the cool things that came out of that last um, uh, networking event was the idea for having a resident research project. And um, Dr. White, I know you presented to the research committee yesterday, I think it was, about that project. Um, do you want to give just a quick synopsis of what that looks like and get people excited about what's coming?
3: Yeah, I, I think uh, the idea is to is to find out. Um, well, one of the most frequent questions I get from other surgeons is, "What do you have a protocol for how you take care of your patients?" And if if you do, will you share it with me? And I um, and I think a lot of people are looking for uh, guidance in that regard so what I thought we would do is uh, uh, bring together all the available protocols and practice management guidelines and, and assim- uh, do an analysis find out how they how they compare with each other where there's commonality where there's differences and and I think that would help it will help us generate uh, some research questions uh, try to fill in the gaps and then ultimately might lead to a, a, a Cwis. Uh, guideline that can would be useful for members so uh, that's that's the idea for the project comment for just a moment about this (laughs) this uh this wonderful move to sunny texas with with this with this weather uh crazy fargo yeah
1: perfect five years in fargo and now i'm here and i had to throw away all my coats don't know where any of my gloves or hats are anymore And then, yeah, a big winter storm showed up and I couldn't leave my apartment. Not for lack of trying, but they wouldn't let me out. They said it was too icy and I didn't really need to go to work. So, Wow.
0: followed their directions. That's funny.
1: <laughs> we didn't have water or power for a while. That was even at the hospital. Wow. That's that did incredible. not happen in Fargo. So, yeah. yeah.
3: Dr. Benz, let me ask you a little bit about your career choice. You've decided to be a CT surgeon. Uh, I think that's terrific. how do you how do you uh, expect or how do you plan to maintain your your trauma, chest wall trauma skills as you as you go into uh, into this field?
1: I'm just starting the process of looking for jobs, but I think when I find a job that looks like it has kind of the general qualities that I would want in a a general thoracic, position. I think when I when I find a job that looks like it'll be something I'm interested in, I I want to immediately get involved with the trauma teams, the, the trauma service to make sure that they know that I do rib fixation, that's something that I take interest in and that I don't want that to get, you know, put on the back burner because other people in that hospital aren't doing it or that I can be the one to introduce it.
0: Terrific. Going back to the the uh, fellow and uh, resident uh, virtual events, we have one coming up, right?
2: Coming up March sixteenth. Very exciting.
0: We're gonna do the same thing where we uh, we're all just uh, having a beverage and chatting. Is there an agenda this time, or we're just hanging out?
2: Um, we will talk about the research project. Now that we you know that came out of the last one, or the the desire to have one came out of the last one. So um, we'll want to discuss what that looks like, and hopefully, hopefully get some people excited. So, if you're not a resident or fellow, but you want to listen in on it, we definitely invite you. So, as far as members that are already attendings or things like that, please, please share this with your your um, colleagues if you if you have residents or fellows in your sphere. Um, otherwise, we, um, we definitely would like to have as many residents and fellows and, and even med students as, as are interested in, and within the scope of the podcast, then check it check it out. So the emails have gone out. Um, you'll get another announcement about it. Um, in the
0: next few days. Cool. Yeah, another thing that came out of the last um, meeting was uh, I have been in contact with uh, Dr. Jordan Kerr. She's one of the other trauma critical care fellows at Sanford and um, he's going to be uh, taking a couple of residents probably in the next week. I think I'm going to have him on next week on the rib cast and we're going to do just a A literature review of some fun literature that CWIS and our members have put out and they're gonna we're just gonna talk about uh, a couple of different papers. So that'll be fun, too.
2: That's very cool. We also have the new slack channel. that's for residents and fellows. So, um, if I think all the residents and fellows that are subscribed in the database as being a resident or fellow, um, I think they've all been invited but um, to that channel. But if you don't have your Slack account activated or if you didn't identify yourself in one of those categories, then, then you probably weren't already invited. So um, certainly let me know.
0: What else is on the docket? So
2: next, one, next topic is membership pins. Through the um, pandemic time, I, we didn't see anybody. We didn't see any new members, of course. And so I got behind in mailing out membership pins. Um, if you joined and you don't have your pin, or if you shockingly don't wear it every day, like some of us uh um, and you um, don't have your your pin, um, then let me know and I will get one in the mail to you so that you have your member pin.
0: I don't have my member pin. You don't love me.
2: You also don't read my emails. So that is kind of a double (laughs) whammy for you we have covered this ground before. So it's really a two-fold process for you.
0: Not, but not fair. That's not fair. Anybody
2: else that, that is sans a member pin, let me know and I will send one your way. Great. Other than and that, we're... it's uh, summit stuff. Dr. White, take it away.
3: Well, the, uh, the summit is just uh, a month and a half away, a little bit more. Preparations are hot and heavy. We're putting on the final touches. I think it's going to be a good program. Uh, registration is steady, but We'd, we'd like to see more people registered, both in person and virtually. Uh, sponsorship uh, money is coming in from industry and that's that's very helpful. We we're uh, were currently, our biggest priority is to establish the, the platform that we're gonna use to deliver the meeting and try to make the experience as in person as possible for the virtual people and, and the virtual people and for the in person people to be not just in person but also be connected with those that are afar. So. It's a, it's a big challenge, I anticipate hurdles, but I think we're, we're well positioned to get it done. Sarah, yes. why don't we uh, remind everybody of the deadlines uh, Another again this week, please?
2: Absolutely, if you are submitting um, a manuscript for um, JTAX publication, a potential JTAX publication, and you are um, a podium presenter for the scientific abstract session, they need to be in by March 15th, but any time is good. Um, so today is March 3rd. Tomorrow is March 4th. Any of these any of these dates will work, um, but March 16th will not work. So I would definitely prioritize that on your to-do list. When you submit to JTACS, you also need to submit it to um, CWISP. So there, in the email that I sent you, there was a link to submit to both. Please make sure you take care of both. Um, as far as if you are any other kind of presenter, um, you should also kind of assume that as your your hard deadline for slides and other things. Documentation, you don't have to have quite yet because we're still firming that process up. But um, we do need to record some of the presentations by the end of the month um, for the, the hosting platform. So some people are going to pre-record their, their messages and then be available for live chat um, via internet. Um, so really having your presentation ready by kind of the end of the month is is probably a good target for you because that's really when all the, the recording will be happening is end of March, early April. So those are the targets I would look for. If you are planning to attend in person, um, it is filling up. So I would say register as quickly as possible. If you are planning to attend online, you know, not your deadline is probably not as quick, but I would say get get on board so that um, you can for sure uh, receive all of my witty email reminders because that's pretty much priceless. <laughs> yeah, definitely. As far as I'm concerned, and my mother thinks so too. And really, I think those are the two judges.
0: <laughs> as long as your mom is supportive of it, that's, that's, Look, that's what matters. Someone has to read my
2: emails, Dr. Fisco, <laughs> and it's not you, so it may as well be her.
0: <laughs> um, all right, well, I think that's all we uh, are gonna talk about this week, guys, so we'll do the final stitch. Dr. Benz, sorry, would you like to go first?
2: Sure.
1: I think springtime is match season, interview season, people will... In- in training that are in all phases of preparing for their their next step. I know they're doing everything virtually, which I know it's a struggle and it's weird and different than anything that we've ever had to do. But I wish them all good luck. I know there's still some quite a few interviews to be had, at least from the CT fellowship um, standpoint, but hope everyone's making it through okay and it'll work out.
2: That is a good one. Yes. So um, we all heard, I'm sure, the announcement yesterday about um you know, the vaccine process or the vaccine production process, stepping it up. So um, there should be vaccine dosages available to all Americans by the end of May. And I don't know about the the global prospects on that, but um, I would say, I know at least in our state, and I believe it's true um, across the board, I think it's a pretty much ubiquitous need. uh, But what they really need is people volunteering to give the the vaccines or to administer the vaccines. Um, Our state has set up a website where healthcare um, workers can go in and volunteer and do shifts to to give shots and i wish i were i wish i possessed the skill to go do that because that would be awesome but um i would just say if you do possess that skill you know that that's i think that's a noble and a, a cool opportunity and i would i would cheer anybody on that could and you would certainly you know, earn an, an extra drink on my behalf when the next time I see you and, and can do so. So that's my my final stitch.
3: I think that's, a uh, she's, shame, she's shaming me uh, and others that really-
2: I'm not shaming not. you. I'm telling you, I'm envious <laughs> I can't do it. So please do it on I know. my behalf. <laughs> Underneath I, the, if I I could, know you're saying I if I were
3: you, I'd be doing it. And so I, <laughs> I, my, I think that's more <laughs> Oh, brother. <laughs> Would you send me that uh, send me that uh, email or send me that link in an email? I will. I signed to up
2: to just give snacks to the volunteers, and they sent me an email back. I was like, I cannot do anything, but I could bring snacks. And they sent me this lame note back. They're like, we don't need snacks, ma'am. I was like,
0: okay.
2: <laughs> well, I tried.
0: <laughs> You're too nice, so, Sarah.
2: That's as you're far as I nice. could go, but, but I'll bring you a snack if you do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I will
3: send you the, the link. Um, I, my final stitch is a reprisal of an old one. And that is if you're out there and you're listening to this, will you, will you let us know just, I know there's no light button to pound, but send us some email or a text and let us know if we're hitting the mark or whether we're just, um, just talking to ourselves. I, I would appreciate some feedback. So thank you.
0: Yeah. You know, Bart Davidson called me the other day, just out of the blue, and he was saying that he was listening to Fracture Line, and he was really enjoying it, and he was just like super stoked about it, so he's one of our industry partners, um, as you know, but yeah, it it was nice to hear from him, because he was just happy to listen to it, he said it was great, and he was super stoked, so uh, that was good feedback, so please give us some feedback. Good or bad. My final stitch is uh, I was in the mountains this past weekend and backcountry skiing with a good friend of mine, uh, Max, who's uh, one of the Utah residents here. Um, both of us are highly experienced in the hills and we got up uh, pretty high on one of these backcountry lines and we, uh, we saw this huge avalanche. I mean, just massive. And um, it had happened before we got there. But I hope that everyone's being safe if you are a backcountry skier because the the snowpack is just extremely dangerous and remains dangerous so that w- it was on my mind because it was just you know you can make you can be experienced and make one little mistake and uh, there you go so it was on my mind this week
3: and that's it for me cecilia thank you so much thank
2: a, you absolute pleasure thank to you have you thank you for having on. me is it warming up now i haven't checked the weather are you guys back to more normal temps oh yeah we're back to normal oh, good. good 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 65 70 degrees oh that sounds so yeah. pleasant
0: <clears throat> i look forward to seeing you at the uh um next virtual event yes, for sure absolutely
2: be cool. i'll be there yeah, dr it'll be white fun.
0: sarah we'll see you next week All right guys Jake
2: Thank guys thanks guys right. be well bye bye, bye.